These thoughts have been my head. Things I never did. I took some L's, but I'm still here. Got these thoughts up in my head. I toss and turn about some things I never said. I got regrets about some things I never did. I took some risks and took some L's, but I'm still here. I'm still here. And I know. And I know. And I know. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Overthinking Thoughts Pod. I'm your host, Ed. And as always, journey with me as we pursue greatness in a world full of chaos. Uh, back with another episode. This is now episode 27. Yeah, 27. Uh, episode is called Faith Not Sight. I'm going to dive deep into how we even got to this point. Um, but I just wanted to take time to kind of step back and realize 27 episodes is a lot for me. Uh, I didn't even know how I was going to do after I did the first one. But the fact that I'm here, like, is always a blessing. So I definitely want to say thank you for all those who have been showing support and rocking with me. We almost had 100 followers on TikTok as well as Instagram. Um you know, people are subscribing to YouTube pages, listening on Spotify, wherever you listen, however you consume my content. I just want to say thank you. Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping you're getting something out of it. And I guess the fact that y'all still streaming and listening is a great thing. So I appreciate y'all. Uh, I'd be crazy if I didn't mention what's going on across the chest. My boy dropped off a couple shirts for me, man. Ivy the Great, who designed the Overthinking Thoughts podcast logo, hooked me up. I got this one. Uh, I'm going to wear the other one next week. It's a white one with the same logo on it. But, man, this ain't this cool, man? It's also cool to know that you have people in your circle that support what you do and want to contribute in some way, shape, or form. So, Fo, I appreciate you, Doc. Um, anybody who ever needs designs or you see something on the on the show that I'm wearing, which majority of the time is something he's done, y'all see something, let me know. Hit him up at Ivy the Great on Instagram. His tag is at the end of the episode. It's the very first tag right after I say we out. That's his Instagram logo so or Instagram handle. So holla at him. Um, you know, he got a lot that's, that's coming and he's working on it. So y'all join with me and, and praying for him and his designs so that way they start reaching the people like I know that they can. So, folks, once again, I appreciate you, Doug. And, you know, you're definitely going to be rocking the merch for sure. So, um speaking of all that instagram and all those good things man always make sure to follow me over on instagram at the overthinking thoughts pod you can also do that on tiktok at overthinking thoughts pod um we are streaming on apple spotify um anchor which is now spotify for podcasters google podcast uh youtube of course as well so trying to get the word out there as best as we can so however you are finding me or sharing the info that i have thank you for that so with that being said let's jump into the episode this is faith not sight let's talk about it so i had an idea for a completely different podcast i was going to do um well i might keep that one so let me not throw that out yet but i had an idea for one but it was kind of bouncing around in my head a little bit and so the best thing that i did was i was like man let me just pray on what i need to do and as I was praying, I was like, Lord, what am I supposed to do? I think I want to go this way. And it was this very radiant, like, just the word refocus popped into my head. And I was like, okay, maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. So I went and I looked for some stuff. Um, and I was like, what do I need to do to refocus? I was like, I need to fix my sight. So I was like, okay, fix your sight. Like, 
okay, I'll do that, right? And so I went and looked up verses for like what says sight, right? And the verse came up that says, we walk by faith, not by sight. And I said, huh. So maybe we do faith, not sight. Because I think we're so big on getting results from what we see that we don't always, we don't always take steps when we don't know what to expect, which I get. Like, it's like being in a haunted house, right? Like, you're not going to take a step if you can't see where you're going. You don't know if it's going to be scary. You don't know if it's going to be a trap. You don't know if it's going to be nothing. And you kind of hesitate because you don't want to, like, jump scare. Faith doesn't have to be like that, but I think we make it that way. Because since we can't physically always see where we're going to end up, we tend to then either not take the step or kind of cancel ourselves out. And that's not something you want to do, especially when you're going out there, something that you are trying to pursue or something that you feel like has been put on your heart. Like you got to take that step. It's, it's just one of those things where you can't always rely on what you see because sometimes the things that you see aren't always exactly what they're made out to be. It might look great on the outside. It might look amazing to to the human eye. But on the inside, it might be full of corruption. It might be full of envy or greed or something that takes you away from the ultimate goal. If you don't have that discernment and you're not practicing your faith the right way, then it really just changes your trajectory of where you're trying to get to. And so that's why it's important to have that faith and the best way to keep that faith is to have a great relationship with God, communicate with God, put it out there and say, okay, Lord, what is it that you're wanting me to accomplish? How are people going to see you and me through what I do? Um, And honestly, I had been throughout the week just kind of struggling a little bit because I feel like I've been kind of distant, like not doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing and just being not like rattled, but I guess not focused, which is probably why refocus came in. So I just, I wrote this out. Um, this episode is, is going to be mainly, it's me talking to me, but it's also, if you're going through this, also helping you as well. But uh, this episode inspired by me because my focus on God needs to be stronger. I sometimes feel myself drifting, allowing outside interference to keep me distant. And the journey cannot be done by myself. So I need the guidance from my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I know that, but now I have to, like, practice it. You know, if you're going to say it, then you got to mean it. And if you're going to walk it, or if you're going to talk it, then you got to walk the exact same way you're going to talk it. And so God's already got the plan laid out for me. No matter how I feel, he's always going to be true and real. And we have to trust that. Even when we feel like we're being pulled away or oh man, temptation is too much, or man, but my my friends are saying this and I don't want to let them down. Look, it, what God got for you is going to be greater than anything else that anybody on this earth can give you. But you got to have faith that it can happen. So when I was looking up the verses, um, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7 says, for we walk by faith, and not by sight. And of course, you know, I went to Bible ref to look up what that meant. And one of the things that uh, got pulled from this was, was this statement. As Paul sums it up in this verse, they walk. 
here meaning to live or make a habit by faith and not by sight. In other words, they so thoroughly believe the gospel, including their own resurrection and eternal satisfaction, that the struggles facing them are not the most important concern. What they see includes death, pain, suffering, opposition, and challenge. They feel the burden of those things deeply, but they count the unseen things waiting for them with Christ as more real than the suffering of the moment. There's going to be moments in your life where it seems like no matter what you do or how hard you try or whatever it is that you struggle with, because you're seeing it face to face, it's going to feel like there's no way out or things aren't going to get better or that you're always going to be that way. And the reality is, is that through all those things, God is preparing something even greater for you. It's like all the things that I go through might have been intended for bad, but God is going to intend them for good for me, for my life. But the important thing is to have faith that it will happen. Um, and an example of this, or one of the things that I remember, I remember earlier in my like professional career, I was working with, um, this awesome, awesome. She was a secretary, but like, she was bigger than a secretary. Like she could do so much more, but she always gave like solid advice and was always real with me. And I remember we were having this talk about faith and, and believing in God. And she was like, you know what your problem is? You know what you do? It's like you write down all your problems on a piece of paper and you say, okay, God, I'm praying and here it is. And I give it to you. She was like, and then you just pull the paper back and you're looking at it, trying to figure out, oh, are you going to do it? Okay, cool, cool, cool. You put it back and you grab it back again because it's it hasn't happened on your time. It's like you keep interfering with what God is trying to do because it's not on your time. And it's like, I had to have faith that even in that profession, I knew <laughs> that at some point, I'm actually going to talk about that. I have, I've, the thought is in my mind. I've had it for a while. I just need to put it out there. But I knew that like where I was in that position, that's not where I was supposed to be. And I could feel it, but I kept like trying to fight it because I felt like, well, I, I'm here, so I got to see through it. But there was something bigger, but I couldn't see it in the moment. And there were so many other things that were happening. And that was back. Ooh, let me think about this. This was like 2013, 2014. And now I'm looking at where I am now, 2023. I didn't expect to be in this position, but that was only because I was limited in view of what I could see. I could only see what was in front of me every single day. I could only see how hurt I was because I was trying to perform in this job. And I felt like no matter what I did, it was never good. I was in a relationship where I felt like, one, I wasn't being true to myself because I was just kind of letting like, okay, well, I'm just going to let this happen type thing. Like what I mean by that is just like, as, as a person who was looking for acceptance and trying to be loved, I felt like at the same time, 
there was too much conflict involved and I should have like said something about it, but I was just trying to like step back and be like, ah, it'll all work out. Hopefully things work out. Well, it didn't. I mean, it worked out for the better now, but I couldn't see it. And then I also didn't see how it was going to end. I just thought that like at some point, well, I guess this is going to work out well. And it didn't, but it all worked out for my good. So there's that. That's a different story for a different day. But all that to say, just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it can't happen. You might have a dream of building your own business or starting your own corporation or, you know, whatever the case may be, being a teacher, being a doctor, playing college basketball, being a professional, um, starting a nonprofit, whatever the case may be. And because you can't see it right now, if that deters you from even pursuing it or not having faith that it can get done, then you're really just sitting up there wasting time on things that could be accomplished, but you stop it yourself. I think one of the best things I heard was, you know, I was listening to the Just Different podcast where one of the hosts was saying, like, I felt like I let God down, but I'm not powerful enough to let God down because he's strong enough to keep himself up. And so it's like, when it comes to that, how do I, being the regular person I am, allow God to work through me that if I feel like I'm not going to make it, or if I feel like I'm not good enough or strong enough or what may have you, how do I let God work in my life to get better if I'm always trying to see the end result? Another thought I had was, what if God showed me exactly where I was going to end up? One, would I be happy with it? Two, would I be prepared for it? Three, the journey that I have to go through to take it. If I see all of that, I might be sitting there going, well, God, I don't want to go through that. Just get me to the end. Well, no, nah, I don't want to deal with that. Like, nah, I got to go through it because at certain points in the journey, I have to have faith that no matter how difficult it gets, no matter if it's a dark spot, no matter if I'm in a valley, no matter if there is a obstacle or something that's blocking my way, I have to have faith that at the end of all of that I go through, it one, it was absolutely worth it. Two, when people see me and say, oh, you were successful, the only thing they're really going to be able to say is it was by God's grace and only God could get me this far. That's the only way that that was able to happen. And I have to have faith that if he said he was going to do it, then he's going to do it. But I got to get out of his way. Stop interfering with what's going on. Like, keep your faith and know that there's things you can get through. So the sin that you feel like is keeping you burdened, Give it to God and and ask him, Lord, I'm struggling with this. Help me get through. I can get past this burden, but I know I have to have faith in you that you will provide me with the tools necessary to do it. Um, If you are single and you desire a, a family and you desire um, a husband or a wife and, and that's what you want, like give it to God and, and he, you know he's going to bless you the right way. If you do it the right way, but you got to have faith that it can happen. Um, breaking generational curses. Just because you're in a position and you keep seeing the same thing over and over again doesn't mean that you can't break it because you can. But you got to have faith that you can do it. Um, you could be used by God for good. If you feel like you've made so many mistakes and you're just not good enough. Trust me, God's got a plan for you, too. 
I go back to the story of a girl that I met in grad school who was talking about how somebody like me who's dealt with alcoholism and drugs and 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 trying to just feel accepted. How am I supposed to go out and help other people in a profession from a counseling standpoint? I'm like, because you know what it's like to be there. You went through it and that makes you even stronger. Because now they see that somebody made it through. And when that light shines on them, it gets better because now they have hope. And that's big. You can give your ideas and your plans to God. All of the things that you need, he will provide the path for you. He will provide the tools necessary. He will put people in place that are going to help you. He's, there's going to be things that try to interfere, but God's always going to give you a way to be successful. But you got to trust him and know that he can make it. I mean, I guess if you feel like you're going to fail or you feel like God's really not working in your life, I think the one thing to remember is like <laughs> in all of the, of, of the history of mankind, when you look back at these stories and you get other people that worship other gods and things and you get other people that don't believe, which is unfortunate. But think about this. The same God that defeated death wants to give you an exciting life. So why would you not have faith in that? It's just something to think about. So as we as we go through this journey and we're trying to figure out exactly like how we're supposed to make it through it is very understandable that like when you don't see it it becomes more of a stressor because you want to see the results of your work you and you want to see it immediately but sometimes it doesn't happen that way and we're visual human beings like that's what we do like we always want to see what's next but let me let me throw this out there we're visual we want to see what's next but what about what we don't see the desires of the world are there for us to see immediately. But what do you do when you don't see a future in what you're doing or pursuing? The job that you're pursuing, the spouse that you're pursuing, the the wanting power over something or, you know, whatever the case may be. What if there's no future in it? What do you do? Like if I put your dream in front of you and then showed you that there's no future in it, would you still pursue it? Would you go after the thing that you know that is going to help you prosper each and every day? Or would you be comfortable with going down the dead end street or going down a street that has no outlet? Which one are you going to pick? <laughs> I want to have a future. And I know that through God, there's going to be an amazing future, even after this life is over with. To pursue something that leads you to death or leads you to a dead end isn't a, it isn't a dream. It's a disaster. <laughs> um, and that's something that as as we like go through life, having faith is so important. Having prayer is so important. Prayer is one of the best things you can do. It's the best way to communicate with God. And you ask him, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? Like going through this podcast, I'm like, Lord, what am I supposed to do? And just to hear that word and to be able to be taken on a journey to get to this point. Like, how does that happen without God's divine intervention? It doesn't, right? So that's something that, you know, 
it kind of relates to the verse that I'm going to share with you. I need help with the podcast. You might need help with a job. You might need help with a spouse. You might need help with a family member, relative, situation, something that's going on. Matthew 21, 22 tells you, whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Now, be careful with this because some people are going to be like, man, I pray for a million dollars and I'm faithful that it's going to happen. Now, you could pray for that, but then ask yourself, if you got the million dollars, what would you do with it? Because if it's greed that you're looking for, you can get that million today and be broke tomorrow. And if you don't think that's real, do me a favor and go look up NBA players and watch the ESPN uh, 30 for 30 called Broke and find out how NBA players who make millions and millions of dollars after five years, not all of them, but a pretty significant number of them go broke. It happens. So be careful what you pray for and what you ask for, because if you get it, you also are being trusted to handle it the right way. So be careful. But going back to having a faith piece, here's what, of course, Bible ref, right? Christ specifically tells the disciples they will receive anything they ask, but only if they have faith. This means trusting God and his power to do what he wants to do. It also means an alignment with the will of God. It does not mean using the creator as a vending machine. Going back to what we talked about, right? Okay. Part of asking in faith is trusting God to do what is most fitting with his purpose for us and the world. We can always be confident of God's power as well as his goodness to do what is best. The promise and the condition both need to be understood and both still stand. Receiving powerful things from God starts with believing he is able, making the request, and being convinced that his response will be both capable and loving. In other words, here's a good example. In 2016, I will say that that was the first time in life I actually started caring about myself. And I hate to say it that way, but I, it really does. When I look back at my life and I went through you know, my counseling and my therapy and all that, I realized that a lot of what I was doing was based off of the fact that there were things in life that I saw that I didn't like. And in order for me to deal with them, I tried to overcompensate, which now has led me to overthinking having full anxiety and not feeling like myself. I wanted to make sure that nobody else felt hurt or pain. So I always tried to do stuff to make other people feel worthy. But even in the midst of that, what happens is, is that you can end up hurting people because you're not fully capable of treating people good if you don't know how to treat yourself good. So to go through therapy and be faced with that experience and then to look back at where I was, I remember wanting... I knew I wanted a family. I knew I wanted, you know, an amazing life. I wanted to be a father. I just, I knew that those were things that I wanted. I met somebody that was really cool who told me to pray on it and to kind of envision it and just ask God, like, when it was his time, like, and your timing, like, bless me with what I need. I'm so happy for her, too, because this particular person who I met, is also living that life, married with a child, and things look beautiful. And I'm I'm so grateful that 
she found what she was looking for and what she needed because ultimately that that gives hope to other people who might be watching her or watching me or whatever the case may be but it was just great to know that god allowed us to have that conversation and written it like something that stuck with me over and over and over again because i remember there was one time she sent me something and it was like you're going to be a great father one day and it hit me hard because i was like man i really want it and then lo and behold in a moment of me trying to just figure out life and in the midst of distractions and things, here comes this amazing woman I meet. And I'm like, there's something different about this. I can't quite put my finger on it. And then there were other things I had to take care of first because I knew I couldn't approach with mess, if that makes sense. Because, you know, I was, I, was, I was trying to figure out who I was. I was meeting people. I was going out. But I wanted, and not like, like, not like crazy going out, but like being out like restaurants and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I realized I knew I needed something. And I had another friend who told me up front, like, you said this is what you wanted to pursue. You need to do that. And the way God places people in your life to give you messages at the right time is nothing short of amazing. And so I did pursue it. And now I look up and it's me, my wife, my soon-to-be 11-year-old, and my soon-to-be 2-year-old. That is one thing that I can look back on and realize I really have faith that that was going to work. Um, and so to see that, to be at 27 episodes, to have friends that support what I'm doing, to have people who, you know, like I said before, I know I haven't always been the greatest. And I know that I definitely probably said or done things that have made people look at me and go, how is he? Hey, man, nah, I, don't, I don't get with him. But you got to understand, you during those times, you probably met a broken version of who I am. What you're starting to see now is a person who's trying to, to heal and be better and do his best to raise his kids to not be like him but to be better than him to show his wife that he'll always be there for her and always do his best to try to make her day even on days where there's a lot of stress or any tiredness whatever the case may be when we took them vows it was for better or for worse and when you make that type of commitment you got to see it through and if you say you're going to trust, then you got to do it 100%. And that's something I like. I had to evaluate in myself and say, all right, if I'm really going to trust, then I got to stop this doubting. Like, I know there's going to be things that pop up. I know, like, I, I I have anxiety. It just is what it is. And and those things come in. But I can take those thoughts captive and show my anxiety who my God is rather than show my anxiety to God. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, rather than show God, oh, my God, this is my anxiety. Like, you know what I'm saying? God already knows what I'm going to go through. I just have to trust that he's going to help me get through it. Now, I haven't always done that because I've always wanted to rely on myself. And in a moment of, of being vulnerable, I, I understand that, like, I can't do this life by myself. I can't. So I do need him. Because if I look back and I and I look at everything that he went through to provide for us, Like, he didn't have to die on a cross for any of us, but he did. He didn't have to love us flaws and all, but he does. 
He doesn't have to give a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances, right? How many times we fail and we come back, okay, Lord, I ain't going to do it again. And then we turn right back around to do it again. And yet he's still standing there like, eventually you're going to get this right. Like he just never gives up on us, which is the reason why we can't give up on ourselves. And more importantly, you have to have faith that those things that you are praying for and those things that you believe in and those things that you are going after, like that, that means something. And I watch how God blesses people. Like the biggest blessing, I think, my watching my mother, like I look at stuff that she had to deal with and things that she went through and how she watched over me and my sister. And now looking at where we are and looking at what she's doing and how she's pursuing her life, like that's one of the biggest blessings. Like if, if there was no other reason to believe in God, that would be it. But there's so many other things that happen in life. Like my kids, my wife, my job, this podcast, you all that support it, like that ain't nobody but God. But I also know I better start trusting that even more and to never forget where I was and where I am and to thank God for all of it because it is a journey and we're still continuing the journey and we're still going to keep walking and trying to figure out this, this thing we call life, but I'm not going to do it on my own understanding because I'm going to trust that at the end of the day, God's got it under control and you should do the same. So whatever it is that you are praying for or you're struggling with and you're trying to get over and I'm going to pray that you give it to God and trust that it's going to be all right. And I'm going to do the same thing. So with all that being said, I'm going to leave you with three things. One, pray with faith. Two, live with faith. And three, walk with faith. You might not be able to see it all, but trust that God has it all in his hands. All right? All right. Another episode in the books. As always, feel free. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Overthinking Thoughts Pod. Of course, we stream on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify for Podcasts, a.k.a. Anchor, um, Spotify in general. We're also on YouTube as well. Um, reach out if you need anything, if you need prayer, if you just need an encouraging word, whatever. I got you covered. I want to see you be successful. I want to see you do great. I want to see you win. And more importantly, remember this. I believe in you. Like, go believe in yourself, all right? It's the Overthinking Thoughts Pod. I'm Ed. This is my dope logo shirt. <laughs> and we out. These thoughts have been my head. Things I never did. I took some L's, but I'm still here. Got these thoughts up in my head I toss and turn about some things I never said I got regrets about some things I never did I took some risks and took some L's But I'm still here And I know And I know And I know